Welcome to the Blue Jeans Christian Podcast, where we unpack and explain the powerful Word of God, making it practical and helpful to your daily life and especially to your job. If you're a Christian, you've probably heard that you're supposed to be in Him. What does that even mean? And how do you do it? That's what we're going to delve into today on the Blue Jeans Christian Podcast. Welcome to episode 142. And as you probably know, we're in a series called B. B, B (laughs) E. Mostly because we're to be before we can do. And how good we do, or how effective we do for Christ, depends on how we be. Last week, we talked about how to be rooted, and we used as one of our passages Colossians 2, 6 through 7, and we're going to continue with that same verse and come up with a different B this time. So let me read that verse to you, Colossians 2, 6 through 7. This is Paul writing, As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. In that passage, the Apostle Paul is telling the people in the towns of Colossus and Laodicea about Jesus and to walk in him. I think when folks walked from city to city in those days, you know, they didn't have cars. They walked with each other. They weren't staring at cell phones. They talked when they walked, and they had walk topics, items of thought and discussion when when they're walking. You may recall a little story about this from Luke chapter 24, after Jesus came back to life, and people were walking away from Jerusalem on their way back home after being in Jerusalem for the Passover feast and all the festivities and things for the week, including when Jesus was executed. But he came back to life, and he started walking with them on the road to Emmaus. And it's kind of funny because they didn't recognize who he was. And, well, I'll just read it to you. Two of Jesus' followers were walking down the road to the village named Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. And they were talking to each other about all the things that had happened. As they talked and discussed, Jesus himself drew near and walked along with them. They saw him, but somehow did not recognize him. Jesus said to them, What are you talking about as you're walking along? And they stood still with sad faces. One of them, named Cleopas, asked him, Are you the only visitor in Jerusalem who doesn't know the things that have been happening there these past few days? What things, Jesus asked. (laughs) The things that happened to Jesus of Nazareth, they answered. This man was a prophet and was considered by God and by all the people to be powerful in everything he said and did. Our chief priests and rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death, and he was crucified. And we had hoped that he would be the one who was going to set Israel free. Besides all that, this is now the third day since it happened. Some of the women on our group surprised us. They went at dawn to the tomb, but couldn't find his body. They came back saying that they had seen a vision of angels who told them that he is alive. 
Some of our group went to the tomb and found it exactly as the women had said, but they did not see him. Then Jesus said to them, How foolish you are! How slow you are to believe everything the prophet said! Was it not necessary for the Messiah to suffer these things and then enter into his glory? And Jesus explained to them what was said about himself in all of the scriptures, beginning with the books of Moses and the writings of all the prophets. Which, if you're walking seven miles, that's probably going to take quite a bit of the time. <laughs> and as they came near the village to which they were going, Jesus acted as if he was going to go on further. But they held him back and saying, stay with us. The day is almost over and it's getting dark. So he went in to stay with them. He sat down to eat with them and took the bread and said the blessing. Then he broke the bread and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened and they recognized him. But he disappeared from their sight. And they said to each other, Wasn't it like a fire burning in us when he talked to us on the road and explained the scriptures to us? They got up at once and went back to Jerusalem, where they found the eleven disciples gathered together with the others and told them, This Lord is risen indeed. He has appeared to us, to Simon. And the two explained to them what had happened on the road and how they would recognize the Lord when he had broke bread. While the two were telling them this, suddenly the Lord himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. They were terrified, thinking that they were seeing a ghost. But he said to them, Why are you alarmed? Why are these doubts coming up in your minds? Look at my hands and my feet and see that it is I myself. Feel me, and you will know, for a ghost doesn't have flesh and bones, as you can see I have. And as he said this, he showed them his hands and feet. And it still looked like they couldn't believe it, but they were full of joy and wonder. So he asked them, Do you have anything here to eat? And they gave him a piece of cooked fish, which he took and ate in their presence. Then he said to them, These are the very things I told you about while I was still with you. Everything written about me in the law of Moses, the writings of the prophets, and the Psalms had to come true. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures and said to them, This is what is written, The Messiah must suffer and must rise from death three days later. And in his name, the message about repentance and the forgiveness of sins must be preached to all nations beginning here in Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. <laughs> Sorry, that might have gone on a little long, but I just love that because we probably would be the same way if we kind of hung around Jesus, maybe studied with him, and then he dies. We're pretty sad and heading back home. <laughs> but then he appears. Oh, that's cool. Anyway, quite a walk topic that was, huh? Walking down the road. <laughs> and Paul says that walk topics are something that he wants us to use too. Having a discussion with people, he wants us to include Jesus as the walk topic. And more importantly, having Jesus as a metaphor for our daily lives. To walk in Christ is to live a life patterned after Jesus's and to do what he said. Think about that. 
or try that sometime. A walk topic. Bring up Jesus. What do you all think about Jesus? (laughs) Just see what people act like and what they say or respond with. (laughs) Paul tells us to. And he says that when you do, you will be like a light in a dark world. Which Jesus said in Matthew 5.16. Let your light so shine before people that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. How do you let your light shine in a dark world? Bring up the person of light himself, Jesus. My mobile RV technician business and inspection business is called BJC RV Consulting. And I have that on my shirt, BJC RV. And sometimes people ask me, what does BJC stand for? And you know, they're thinking B must be Brownlee because that's my last name. And I say, well, it stands for Blue Jeans Christian. I try and be like Jesus and live out what the Bible says Christians and small businesses are supposed to act like and to treat people like. And most of the people will just say, well, that is so cool. I didn't know the Bible had things to say about how to do business. Some people will just say, oh, that's nice. By the way, can you come look at my water heater? It's not firing very often. You know, some way to deflect the conversation. But when people do hear me say that, those that are Christians let me know. And those that are interested will ask more questions. And I have had some amazing and wonderful God-glorifying conversations and met some wonderful people centered around Jesus. Back to that Colossians passage that I read here at the beginning. Paul just got done telling them who Jesus Christ is and that in Jesus Christ are all of the riches of wisdom and knowledge. To be in him means to contemplate continually the wisdom and knowledge that Jesus has, and that we also can have by reading about him and doing his word. So being in him is acting like Jesus did. In a similar letter to another church, Paul tells the folks in Thessalonica, and of course to us, that we Christians are to abound more and more in the words and commandments of the Bible, specifically the parts about Jesus. Thessalonians 4, 1 through 2 says, Finally then, brethren, we urge and exhort in the Lord Jesus that you should abound more and more, just as you received from us how you ought to walk and to please God. For you know what commandments we gave you through the Lord Jesus. More and more means to increase, to be gaining more biblical knowledge every day, and to do that biblical knowledge more and more every day, which pleases God. We all like to be around people who light up a room and who have wisdom and knowledge and don't hang around those dark and gloomy people, unless they're buying lunch. (laughs) When we are in him, we are a light to the world as Jesus is, and not a doofus downer. We are to be somebody 
that people want to hang around, that people like to have discussions with. So how do we be in him? Well, by studying Jesus, right? And learning how he acted, how he responded to people, how he responded to situations, how he talked, how he was loving and caring and compassionate and yet very intelligent (laughs) and very wise, choosing his words carefully. You be that too. I would suggest reading the Gospel of Mark and learning how Jesus was so you can be like him. Why I suggest the Gospel of Mark is because Mark was a teenager when Jesus was in his ministry for those three years or so, and he was just totally enthralled with Jesus. He was Peter's friend, and he took really good notes. So what he did was he put together all of it, kind of compiled into a fast-reading, fast-paced book, kind of a highlights. And so you can read the Gospel of Mark real quick. It's kind of like bam, 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 you know. And so you can get through it quick and learn a lot. In fact, you can learn how to have walk topics because that's kind of what the book of Mark is. It's walk topics centered around Jesus. And then you can learn how to be in him. Now, I know this is a shorter podcast, but that's good because I'm spending a good bit of my time preparing for another Improve Your Job and Retirement seminar, which I'm going to be doing March 17th and 18th, 2023, at Mountain View Bible Church in Laverkin, Utah. If you can make it, it will change your life. And it also has a lot of stuff about how to be in Him in your job. And if you can't make it, ask your pastor if I can come there and do this seminar there. Or give me their email address and and a heads up, and I'll email him, including a short promo video about the seminar. Thank you for listening and learning how to be before you can do. And of course, we are supposed to do, because that's partly why we're here, to be Jesus' representative in our little section of the world, in our jobs, in our home, in our neighborhood, and to bring glory to Him. Thank you for joining me. Remember to connect with me through bluejeanschristian.com. Thank you, folks, and I'll have another B next time.